Welcome back to another episode of From the Rafters Podcast. Your host, Connor Mahoney, Jake Lane, and Ben Bailey. Episodes release every Wednesday at 11 Eastern Time and are available on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at From the Rafters. Welcome back to another episode of the From the Rafters podcast, episode six, and we have a special episode here today as we do have a special guest, but first and foremost, I'm your host, Connor Mahoney, joined by... Jake Lane! And Ben Bailey. And we are joined by our special guest today, not to get confused by myself, but his name is Connor Ray. Nice to meet you guys. I'm Connor from Purdue, Uh, blessed with the opportunity to be on the podcast today, looking forward to it, very excited. Connor likes to uh, be an expert. He likes to say he's an expert in sports betting, so we're going we're gonna to put him to the test here today and see what he's got going. So that'll be his expertise as we go moving forward. But first and foremost, to start as we usually do, it's with the NFL with Week 5. Uh, just games that we saw as being big importance and the games from our teams and how they did this weekend. So the first game we have is the Colts versus the Broncos, which will be taken by the one and only Ben Bailey. Oh, uh, yeah, ugliest game of the weekend, easily. Um, no touchdowns were scored. Uh, a stat was shown during the game that it's the first time that two quarterbacks with uh, a combine of eight or, mo- eight or more Pro Bowls, uh, haven't put a touchdown up in an entire game. thought that was pretty sad to see. Uh, but the Colts, I mean, their defense showed up, showed up that week, and uh, I'm hoping that the offense, hopefully Jonathan Taylor can get the ball next week. I don't know if he's going to be back. I think he's listed as questionable for next week. But uh, hopefully he can get into rhythm like he was last year, but he usually has bad starts. But, I mean, Denver is looking terrible. And if I'm a Denver, if I'm a Broncos fan, I should be, like, I would be worried if uh, Russell Wilson was my quarterback this year, just the way that he's been playing. And, of course, you paid him, what what is it at, like $48 million a year or something like that? For seven yeah. more years? Yeah. Oh, my God. And... I don't know. I just think that if you're in Denver and you're cheering on the Broncos, it's kind of panic time. If you're in Indy, Indy, I don't know if it's panic time just yet just because they're only a game behind uh, the lead in the AFC South. But uh, things definitely need to change for both teams. But uh, I'm just happy to see the Colts get a big dub. Yeah, I think it was a battle of mediocrity. I mean, it was, I mean, it was an awful game to watch. Besides, like, last night's primetime game, the primetime games have been poor. Yeah. Oh, no, poor. the Ravens-Bengals game was good. I mean, that wasn't bad, no. Oh, but, like, right. last night, not last night's was good, but yes, just since it's been. Bad. Amazon Prime's going to take care of their viewers this week, though. Thursday night's going to be a one good game. Oh, uh, yeah, so talking about the Bears and Vikings game. Um, so taking a step back to the Bears-Giants game, we saw some flashes. From Justin Fields, he didn't look. He looked better, and then this week we got down twenty-one-three pretty early, and once again we saw some flashes. Ben, what, ben, what are you smiling about? Yeah, Ben, what are you saying? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right, they were down twenty-one to three. They came back, were up twenty-two twenty-one, and you have Justin Jefferson, you have KJ Osborne, Dalvin Cook, and Kirk Cousins. Like you're literally supposed to win that game by so many points, and Justin Fields in that offense, offense with nobody on the team, came back. I'm telling you guys, the, the season's a wash for the Bears, but. 
Probably should hop on the train before the season's over because next year they're going to be cooking. That's all I got on that game. What do you guys think? Did anybody watch it? Connor, you said you I watched, watched it. Yeah. Uh, I think all, all, all of us watched it. What do you guys think? I mean, honestly, okay. I thought was it was Justin Fields' best game of the season, but there wasn't much it was just before that. Yards passing. I thought Justin Fields was very subpar, especially in the first half. You know, three for eight passing. One of the catches was by Darnell Mooney for about over 30 yards one-handed. Um, Stud, damn. You have multiple missed throws by Fields. The offensive lines in shambles. Um, just not not a good game from the Bears, and they still oh my goodness still are calling it one of their best games from the year. Dude, Vikings practically handing them the game in the second half, and they still didn't come away with the win. So, uh, yeah, just season's a wash for the yeah, Bears. season's definitely season's but, a wash for the Bears. But there's no reason that game should have been. What was the over under twelve? Or I mean, not the over under. What was the spread? It's probably. Uh, I didn't bet on the Bears last week. I figured it was like seven or eight, probably. Yeah, there's no. Vikings are probably favored from anywhere six and a half to eight and a half there. It was exactly. Eight and a half. There's no reason the game should have even been close. There you any, go. You got that. Ended they ended up winning by seven. Yeah, yeah but they were up twenty-one to three, and the Bears came all the way back and were winning. Yeah, like, I'll, give, I'll give. They have a good second half. They had a good second half. But third quarter. Third quarter, maybe. Third and whatever, y'all. Yeah. Whatever, guys. The Bears, mm, hop on. It's gonna be. You're gonna regret it. I'm telling you. Next. Well, time to go to the 5-0 and team, the only 5-0 and team in the NFL, Eagles versus the Cardinals. I mean, I watched this entire game. I mean, don't get me wrong, I was nervous during the game. Came out strong, 14-0 lead, Hurts, two touchdown runs. Um, showing off there, Eagles ultimately got the win, 20-17. to uh, Dallas Goddard had a really good game, eight receptions for 95 yards. Um, it's the eighth loss in a row at home for the Arizona Cardinals, which I think is a bit of a problem if you can't win. And the monstrous storm of green that came into that stadium, Philly fans absolutely rocked that Arizona stadium to make it seem like a home game for Philadelphia. Um, James Conner got injured in that game as well. Um, and kind of a big debate about Kyler sliding on, uh, on second down there, not picking up the first down, and then going on to spike the ball to where they had to take that field goal was definitely not the right move for him, which ultimately gave Philly the win when the kicker can't make a field goal for one week for the Chiefs and one week for Arizona. Yeah, that, I mean... Matt Amendola should not have a job in the NFL. I mean, Matt Amendola is probably the reason the Eagles are 5-0 and right now, honestly. It would have tied the game. It wasn't a game winner, though. Yeah, but the Eagles. But Arizona had all the momentum. All of the momentum. All of it, yeah. That's what I mean. Just haters because you lost no. the game, too, when you picked it, too. No, they no, came back about, from I mean, the Cardinals down. literally, yeah, like, what do you mean? They it was, 20, it was 20 to nothing. Oh. No, I I believe that if you're playing a 4-0 team, you have to go for the win. Don't go to OT because then it's just. I mean, I would argue they did play for the win. Because they went on, they did a fake um, punt and got a first down off it. So they were definitely going for the win that whole game. But just the better team won, in my opinion. That's my opinion. But I agree with that one. I agree there. I mean, we're not saying that the Eagles weren't the better team. We're saying that Arizona had the momentum going in if they went into OT. That I'm wondering if it would if it would have gone Arizona's way in OT. Well, the next game we got on the list is actually going to be. Uh, myself once again which is the Bengals and Ravens Sunday night football um the Bengals and Ravens game ended in a 19 to 17 victory for the Baltimore Ravens 
Uh, rough night for Joe Burrow and Lamar, in my opinion. Uh, Lamar missed a lot of open passes, which could have resulted in touchdowns. Um, but at the end of the day, I think when Justin Tucker decides to retire, they build him a statue outside the stadium because the countless amount of games he's won compared to anybody else in that team is something that you can't even count at this point. Yeah, he's big time for him. He's 25 for 26 in game-winning field goals in his career. He's the next Vinatieri, but with a rocket. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was can't deny Vinny's oh. one of the clutchest kickers of all time, if not the clutchest I mean, kicker. Of take, I mean, take off his last like what four years and yeah, he did overplay. I will say, yeah, oh yeah, especially overplay. that last year. He yeah. wanted to just get records, in my opinion. Yeah, so. yeah. there's a lot of influence behind it, and I think it like diminished him. Like I think like I didn't watch that Col- the Colts that much, but I know he was pretty good. Um, and I think that goes for a lot of people. Probably think he wasn't that good. Like if they just watched the tail end of his career. Like yeah. he was, he's he probably won, one of the best kickers he won ever. Basically, he, three him Super sticking Bowls. around ruined, like ruined his image. Mm-hmm, for sure. Next game on the list is Ben with the Bucks versus the Falcons. Okay, some cr- uh, controversy in this game. Uh, one of the cleanest sacks I've ever seen this season. Uh, Tom Brady, because he's a little wuss, uh, gets the fl- gets the flag called. You know, just because you're going through a divorce doesn't mean that you get all the calls in the world. Um, I don't know. I think. I think it's just the refs, and I, I hate saying this, but I, there's sometimes where I think the NFL's rigged at some points, and that was definitely one of those moments, because the same sack happened about five times last night in uh, last night's game, and there was no penalties. I mean, there was one, but and that was another dumb one, but again, I think there's a side-by-side of Patrick Mahomes getting thrown down the same exact way as... Um, Tom Brady and no flag was called, but I don't know. I think if the Falcons get the ball back, I don't see them winning the game, but it still gives them a chance to win the game because it ended off being fifteen to twenty-one, and uh, that flag ended up letting uh, the Buccaneers keep the ball at the end of the game and ultimately winning it. But I don't know. I just think that Tom Brady gets too many calls going his way. Um. Yeah, I think that, but I think a lot of people don't talk about who made the call. That was Jerome Booger, or Booger. I don't know how to say his name, and he's like notorious for doing that. Like he did it a bunch when the Bears, literally when the Bears played the Falcons three years ago, he made a bunch of calls against the Falcons. Like there's got to be like an investigation into that. Game. Like there's something weird there. It's just ironic that it's the same guy and it's making another call that literally is changing the outcome of the game. Is it Scott Foster for NBA? No, is I don't, it, I don't it, what's his? Who's the it's guy like, in the NBA? It was like Doherty or something like that. No, 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 no. Scott Foster is a referee right Scott now in the Foster's NBA. The there's there's theories. Yeah, oh, there's CP3. theories about that where uh, CP3 is like O and something whenever he refs a game for him or something like that. It was Tim Donahue with the bets and the whole bet yeah. scandal yeah. and stuff. So especially how won a relevant. lot of money. Yeah, won a lot of money, <laughs> but how relevant like sports betting is and stuff. You wonder because it's like a big thing in their contract that they can get. Um, jail time yeah it's a legal issue so something to look into all right the next game we have on the list is chargers versus browns it's gonna be taken by connor yeah so uh chargers and browns um a lot of people look at that game you know could have gone either way browns came off hot uh chargers are still a good football team i'll believe that um you know everyone looks at the field goal at the end by Cade york missed 
um, people say, oh, you should have made that field goal. Oh, should they have been in that situation? Um, and a lot of it falls back on Brandon Staley um, and his decision-making. It's been questioned a lot. I know last weekend against the Texans, he had a fourth and two situation. He got it. He got praised for it. And so it just depends on what you think of it. Um, a lot of rushing in that game, 450 um, combined yards. Eckler had a good game. Chubb had a good game. So it just, um, you know, I think the Browns are a lot better than people give them credit for for their situation. I think the Chargers are also a good team, but I think I think coaching is really taking them away from their full potential. So you look at that and you take it away from that. Yeah, I think, yeah, Brandon, I don't know. I think in his young career he's doing stuff to, like, put him out in front of these other, other guys to, like, get himself a name, and I don't – I don't. I don't really think I agree with it. I mean, you're going for you're going on fourth down in your own territory, and the game is as close as it is. The Chargers, in my opinion, are underplaying so badly. Like, the whole West is. I mean, besides the Chiefs, the they're Chiefs, yeah. balling out. But like, why? Like, I don't know what he thinks he has to prove. Like, I mean, he was on the Sean McVay coaching tree, coached that good Bears defense from 2018. Like, what does this man think he has to prove to everyone that yeah. to make him believe and he's you, a good coach? You look at that situation, too. There's They had no timeouts with a minute 14. Um, no timeouts for a minute 14. If you punt from your own 46, you figure you have a good enough punter it can pin inside probably 15, 20, hopefully 20, 15 yard line. If it's a touchback, you get it mm-hmm. the 20 yard line. You make them go, you have a minute to go 80 yards in a sense. So Yeah. And you forced your Kobe Brissett to win a game. Yeah, you got to make sure I don't think he's downs. ever done. Yeah. And, the, and the other thing is, like, you have your po- – like, Keenan Allen didn't play, and he's on Twitter, like, questioning his own coach. And, like, that's one guy, and that's probably one of the last people you want to be questioning your coach's decisions. Sure. And how soon is it until, like, other guys hop on that train and are like yeah. – and then the Brandon Staley project's just over. Right. Not very um, ideal for the second-year coach. A lot of talent on that team. You don't want to mess it up just yet. Especially after how they lost, how they didn't get in the playoffs last year when they yeah. could have just played for the tie. Yeah. And then, yeah. That was hey. also because of that. Exactly. Yeah, he's out. messing. He's just, yeah. Anyways, um, going into the Giants-Packers, um, man, the Giants played a good second half. The Packers played a good first half. But it's all about who finishes the game on top. The Giants won the game. Um, Green Bay... I don't want to, I don't know how how scared I am for them. You know, I wish they'd lose every game for the rest of the season. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they're still going to get beat Green Bay. They'll probably win the North. I I mean Minnesota really didn't say, show anything that they're going to be that um much of a contender and I think Green Bay could not could win the North. It's not going to be that hard. Um the Giants though. It's going to be hard to beat the Giants. I mean that NFC East is Definitely tighter than people thought it was going to be. You, but people didn't. People didn't think it was going to be tight to where all the teams have uh, combined two losses at the top three. Yeah, I think yeah. that. I mean, uh, but the thing is, it's still early too, and I don't know how yeah. long the Giants can go without. I mean, they already lost Sterling Shepard. Like, how long can Saquon carry this whole load? You know, mm-hmm. if he does, he can be. He can probably win Offensive Player of the Year and probably should. But like, we've seen it year after year. This team isn't built to win into the into January and I don't think that's the case this year. I think it's just a team that's like I'm using a Nick Sirianni term right here. They got a lot of dog in them. They're not going to they're not going to like let people walk all over them. 
They're not going to get destroyed, and they're going to be in games at the end, and I think you've seen that. They've fought out a lot of wins. It's not like they've overplayed teams by a lot. It's just that they've fought out wins, and but when you get past probably like week eight, that's not going to continue because then teams are going to be warmed up. They're going to know that what's coming is uh, now you're in a playoff race the last nine weeks of the season, depending where you're at, and I think that's when you'll see. And when you play like the way Giants play, uh, there's going to be a lot of injuries on that team. Mm, that's that, yeah, that's it. So I think they're just going to fall apart pretty soon. I mean, yeah, and here we are week we're going into week six, and Daniel Jones has been knocked out a couple times. That does not sound like the right word. Um, been <laughs> knocked out of games with the concussion. Tyrod Taylor had a concussion one play in like one series into the game against the Bears, and then they're they don't even have a third string quarterback on their roster right now. And that line, that line is so like inconsistent. Like they'll have a good game and then they'll have a bad one. That they almost have to like bubble wrap Daniel Jones if they want to contend. I feel like if we get to um, the be- beginning of December and that that competition is still tight, I feel like I, yeah, I don't, I don't even know where I was going with that one. But yeah, <laughs> I really, I really want the Gi- I mean, I'd love the Giants to keep winning games. I mean, I feel like. The whole world is good when the Giants are winning, but like I just don't think, like I said, they're not built to win into the later months of the season. Yeah. But yeah, that's all. Wow, we talked about that one for a while. (laughs) Well, we're going to go and jump past our review of the games from week five of the NFL and go into kind of some more news that has just came out uh, past couple days and like anything controversial that we've seen. Um, the first thing that we're going to talk about is Matt Rule has just been fired as the Carolina Panthers head coach. Yeah. I think it was time. Uh, I think it was I, time. Yeah. I mean, what but what good does it really do to do it now? Like, what what is what do they really accomplish? They're going to they bring in Steve Wilk as, Wilk, Wilkes as the interim. He was on the coaching staff. What could he really change to do anything? I get getting like I hope they don't think I hope they think the season is a wash. Like I hope they don't think that doing this so early in the season is gonna like miraculously make them win games because their quarterback situation is still pretty bad. Ah, I mean I agree with it. Yeah, that he's won eleven games in three years and they owe him a lot of money, but at least make him coach your team while you're paying him. Yeah, yeah, I think it was um, overdue, but I think. Um they probably should have done it at the end of last year yeah. after everything went to a wash. And you got to question their uh, upper management as well with their GM. You know, what are you doing trading for Baker Mayfield? What are you doing drafting a quarterback in that same draft after, um, and mm-hmm. then trade for Baker Mayfield? And then now you have the Matt Rule firing. You're probably going to blow everything up. Um, and if you're blowing everything up, you obviously want to start from scratch. So why would you have Sam Darnold? Why would you have Baker Mayfield? Why would you draft Matt Corral and have this whole QB room of guys that could potentially do something in the NFL. A bunch of misfits that yeah. just, yeah. So, well, I mean, the good thing is, is Sam Darnold and Baker are both on expiring contracts this year. That's good. Both yeah, that's of them are out. Matt Corral's injury prone. I love Matt Corral's game, but I don't know. if I think he's... He's just like, yeah, he's a third-round quarterback. I think he was better than that. I think his injury prone is why he was drafted in the third round. Mm-hmm. And I think... I think he's built to play for a team that's built around him, not to help make a team better. Yeah. I'd, I'd, he's going to be running for his life and then get hurt, and it's going to be wraps on him. 
Oh, yeah. So speaking of that, um, a lot of Carolina players have kind of been rumored to be on the trade block. Um, I mean, what do you guys think? Is there any players that you think maybe not even on Carolina that should be looking to get a trade out of somewhere? Oh, so like all the, the whole Just as a whole, spectrum. anybody. Yeah. I think it's early. It's really early. But I think um, I think the Rams need to get Allen Robinson on the trade block. I really do. I think I just he's you saw it last year in Chicago and everybody's like, Man Nagy doesn't know how to use him. He had two back to back thousand yard years. Like obviously he knew how to use him in some aspect and then he barely had five hundred yards. So I mean obviously there's something wrong like not I don't like saying wrong with him, but there's something that has gone on that has diminished his value to a team and I think they're paying him too much money to just hold on to him and let him take up a roster spot, especially for the defending champs who have so much talent and are paying so many good guys so much money, they can't waste a year. And they've got to do something, get get Matt Stafford some help. And they, I mean, they don't have to trade him necessarily for talent, but, like, I mean, like, for um, for guys that are going to catch the ball, but I think for, like, a lineman, because that line is oh, just yeah. horrible. Oh, yeah. I think, um, I think Mitch Trubisky is one to look at, I think. Especially with your quarterback situation in, in uh, New York, with um, you have Daniel Jones who's been injured a little bit. You have Tyron Taylor, and like Jake said, they don't have a third string. Um, you know he's in Buffalo last year. It probably would not take that much to go get him. He's on a short deal, um, and you know what? They're what? They're a one loss team. Yeah. They're a one loss team right now. I think I think you make a move and you go get him if. Um, if you're still dealing with these injuries week to week and see what he can do for that offense. Because I, I actually am a Mitch believer. Yeah. I think he has a game. I don't think that Mike Tomlin should have went to Kenny Pickett this early. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I agree with that. Because what, what good did – what's he what's, had a pretty good stat line, Kenny Pickett did against Buffalo, but, like, what good did that do for him? Like, yeah. he got blown out. 38-3. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what, what does that do for a rookie quarterback? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I think Mitch is one, one to watch close for sure. Yeah, I, I I think Daniel Jones has a higher ceiling than Mitch, but I think Mitch has a higher floor. Mm-hmm. I think Daniel Jones can he's be worse, and but I yeah I think he's safe. He's like a safe play for them. And if you connect it, you know, dabble, dabble as and, a coach, yep. and you know Mitch, yeah, it could work. So it could do. Yeah, I like I that. think I think there's a chance there. I think you watch it close. I do like that one. Um, one player that I'm gonna throw out there. Where do you think Odell Beckham Jr. should go? I think he's gonna end up going to the Packers. Yeah, I do. I mean, that seems like that could be something that yeah, could really help them with what deal. they're doing. I think you have to take a small deal there. Um, and I also hate giving myself hope, but I think it's honestly hate saying this, CJ. He's not going to the Bears. I don't know why Bears fans think don't, that he's okay. going to the Bears. All right, if you're gonna, okay, you can say that, but don't, don't say. Know, what well, the thing is, Odell's gonna want to go somewhere where he can win a championship. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He's not going to go somewhere where he's not going to win. That's the only win. reason why I'm saying it. Yeah. I, uh. But I think the two teams that he is down to, because that's what he's put out there, are the Colts and <laughs> the Packers. Okay, you just said he's not going to go. Some, he's not going to go somewhere <laughs> if they're the not going to win a what's chip. The, what's the main don't reason? Don't tell me. What's the main he's reason go, why the Colts have been so bad? No, don't, target. No, don't target. Do not tell me Targets. that that he's going to. He's he, even he, said <laughs> stop, Jake, that stop, he wants to go there. No, stop. There's no. Oh my god. Who wants to play? Oh Justin my god. Fields? Okay. Okay. Listen. Listen. Okay. Fine. <laughs> whatever. I don't. Whatever. Okay. He like I like they literally just said he's going to go somewhere to win a chip. He's not going to go somewhere. 
to be a possibility to make this team maybe win a chip. You know what I mean? Like, he wants to be on a built team, a team that's ready to win. Like, he wants to be that extra piece. He doesn't want to be the piece. You know what I mean? Watch the Bills. The Bills could be. The Bills could be. Isaiah McKenzie got hurt in the slot. Yep. Uh, You know, he'd come in there, probably take their slot duty. You know, he wouldn't come in for a while off his injury. Watch the Bills. I think there's a possibility he might go back to L.A. Yeah, I do. I he likes it out there. Um, I'm not sure. I know they need wide receiver help big time. Uh, I do like the Packers, too, but the Packers, the I don't Packers, know. The Packers, I don't know. That's, I think, a, that's a scary one, unfortunately. I think they could. I don't think they have enough. They don't have a, It's not going to be. It's going to be short. It'll be like the postseason. I think it's how long you'll play. But here's what I want. For the Bills, yeah, it'd work. I think they're going to I don't CMC. know if. I think CMC's on the block. I mean, that's that would be. I, I think I think Christian block. McCaffrey will go to the Bills. The Bills? I disagree there. Yeah, I, I don't think, know. I don't know what to do. I think they I like Singletary. Yeah, I, I think they like Singletary. Your two landing spots, you could see CMC. Again, I'm going to throw out the Rams. Yeah. Um, they have picks to trade for him, and I don't think Carolina should deal him while he has value. And I think I think Arizona is actually. I mean, with James Connor hurt. James Connor's not doing that much. Um, I think they should watch him. No, I think he. I think he goes to the Bills purely because he's a receiving back that uh, that would want to go to a team like J- with Josh Allen in control, who will most likely like to pass more. And I have Devin Singletary on my fantasy team, and he does nothing. So I don't see why people think that they like him when they could get a clear upgrade, a person that. They could run a lot more. A valuable player to their offense. I think Singletary is. And then they I think Singletary is a better power back than anything. Like put him when it's fourth and goal at the two yard line. That's when. Um, the sa- kind of the same thing with why I don't think the Bills assign um, OBJ is just there's so much like there's Gabe Davis. There's Stefan Diggs, Isaiah McKenzie. Like I don't know if they want to risk messing anything up I there. Would, yeah, that's why I don't, like. They don't I, I think that's the same thing with Christian McCaffrey. Like I think yeah. he he takes away from what those other guys are able to do. Yeah, one more guy on the block. I think it's DJ Moore. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I have. Him, I think that's the biggest I one. I have him going to the Bears. Actually, uh, I wish. I, I really think, wish. I think the pace will give a second for him. I don't know how much else that they want. I know he's a young wide receiver. Yeah. I've heard. First rumored around. If I'm Ryan Pace, I don't think I'd give a first for Pulse. DJ Moore or Pulls. Yeah, Pulse. I don't know. I get Pace with the old one. Um, Bomb, yeah. Uh, Still Ryan. Still yeah. Ryan. So you're good. Pulls. Um, I think Pulls will try and go get DJ Moore because everyone knows that Fields needs help. Yeah. My uh. My like the max I want them, I would want them to trade is like a, two seconds like a twenty three and twenty four second round. I've seen a. Um, a 24 first and a 23 third, so that's not horrible. I just don't. We haven't had like one first round pick in the last six, mm-hmm. six years. I don't like giving those away. Yeah. Um, the other guy to keep an eye on for Carolina. I mean, Robbie Anderson is underrated. Like he's been pretty bad this year. He hasn't really done. But Baker is just like so bad. And Robbie's not getting paid as much as DJ Moore. He's older though, so he wouldn't be around as long. But not sure how much value. Yeah. Goes around there. I mean, you can deal him for like a six or yeah, seven. Exactly. Probably, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like That's Nikhil I mean. Harry. Yeah. I hate saying this to you, Jake, but I honestly think the Bears should move on from David Montgomery. 
Well, yeah, probably. I mean, it depends on how much you're going to pay him. Because, like, pay, obviously, in the last couple of years, paying running backs just has not worked out. Look at Ezekiel Elliott. Look at Christian McCaffrey. I think if they can... Oh, I knew Zeke, really, Zeke was going to fall off. It's definitely, yes. Yeah, I mean, they literally... They literally, yeah. three or four years. They literally drafted Khalil Herbert, and he's balling. Like, yeah. if they can get him back on... I think, I hope he would understand that, that if they can get him back on, like, a cheaper deal and pair those two up, kind of have, like, an A.J. Dillon... Um, yes, yes, yes. Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones type thing going on. Because, like, it, I mean, the NFL has changed so much that to be successful, it's almost like you have to have a two-back game you don't really have to but it works like oh it just changes everything so if they could keep those two and they're like they're good friends so maybe i don't know i wish would you to take away from trading picks would you be okay with them trading david montgomery yes. for dj moore yeah yeah i actually would be okay with them trading roquan smith for david moore dj moore i really would well you had talked about I roquan really smith i think he is a waste of talent on that team a waste uh, of talent? Disagree. I disagree with that. I think he... I think he's the best player on that team. That's what I'm saying, is that... Oh, I see. Oh, he's, like, getting wasted by the Chicago Bears. Mm, yeah. I don't think that. I think I think the Bears bring in more value. I don't think I don't think he has any value, any as much value anywhere else. I think he would go to another team and be the same Roquan that you do? he is. Yeah. I just don't think... I, I just think his success is getting overshadowed just because the Bears are not a good team right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah, I think he, he could do the same thing. But with other guys around him, he's not his his success isn't as valuable to the team. I have three levels of their defense. Quinn. They should look at Quinn. Yeah. They should take calls for Quinn. I said Roquan Smith already, and Eddie Jackson. Eddie's been playing mm, good been this balling, year. Though. He's not really that old either. I wouldn't touch their I secondary. Wouldn't move it. Yeah, that secondary is going to be solid. That secondary is going to be solid. I think the only solid. one that I would really assess is... Quinn? No, for their secondaries. Um, I think Kyler Gordon's not that good. Uh, I don't think... Turning around. Think he's Kyler, been turning. He's young. They used a second-round pick on him. He had, um, a, he had a block kick. and No, it wasn't him. He had a good get-off, but it was, um, it was Dominic Robinson actually blocked the kick. Um, yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know, I'm a big fan of Jaquan Brisker. Eddie, He's a baller. Uh, Eddie Jackson out there. You know, Jalen Johnson, zero targets this year. I'm not sure. I know he's out last yeah, week. Yeah, he's been out the last three weeks. Yeah. But he's going to play Thursday, so. Yeah. So. Well, going away from actual trade block, um, when will it be time for the Baltimore Ravens to pay Lamar Jackson, I mean, or should they pay him? Like yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yes, they should pay him. They're not going to pay him during the year. He, I mean, he, that's him though. Like he's his own representation. He's not going to let them pay him. I don't think. I don't. Think. Well, isn't it his like mom is on it with him? And I don't know who's. I like I'm pretty sure his mom's like almost his like lawyer or whatever, and like they both work on it together. Like what they want, I thought it how was, they want it, I and that type of thing. I wouldn't pay him more than they offered him, and I'm going to say this. I agree. Yeah. Besides, aside from Arizona, where is he going to go and fit in the system? I mean, you literally have to restructure your entire offense. If I'm Detroit, I'm going to take the chance, and I'm going to go push after him um, to go get him. Yeah, and I'm okay. going to give him all the money in the world, and I'm going to restructure my offense around that for a little bit of success because nothing has ever worked for the Lions, yeah. like, ever. Aside from that, I just don't think there's many offenses that are going to accommodate Lamar Jackson. And so, yeah, maybe I'll give him a little bump in pay here or there. I'm not going to give him anything crazy. Yeah, I can. I see and what I you're saying. I think his first offer That's was like fair. already 
I mean, it was pretty. It was a. I mean, it was a good. Like he set with that. Imagine a backfield with Saquon and him. I don't think that works though, because then you have to give Saquon the ball. Like I don't think that. That's. I think that's exactly what he's saying. You have to change your offense. I think. I mean. I think it. I think it's like you have Arizona and Philly. And there's no way you're getting like, but Philly doesn't need it. So I'm not a huge believer in Kyler Murray and anything. No. I don't think Arizona's gonna fall away from him because he has proven to be slightly successful out there. They've also paid him. And they've also paid him. So, um, yeah, it's a big question. I think the only real team aside from Baltimore and the running for Lamar is Detroit. I'd yeah, love, I'd have, love to see him. I'd love to see him. I love Detroit, well, like they, right now, but they suck. They but. also have, the, I mean, a franchise tight end, mm-hmm. which that is cleared to be Lamar's favorite target, no matter what. Mm-hmm. He had Hollywood Brown, still went to Mark Andrews. I think all. All Lamar needs is a competent wide receiver group, which Detroit does have. And, I mean, they have a great wide receiver, a good young wide receiving group. But then also with Hawkinson, a franchise uh, tight end, yeah, that would be a really good. With DeAndre Swift. I think what's being overshadowed here is he's, they're not going to let him walk. There's no way Baltimore just lets him walk in free agency. Like, you're going to have to give up stuff Oh, you're going to have him. to trade for him. Yeah, so I don't think... They'll franchise tag him. The reason, the reason that I could get on board with the Giants is Saquon would not be there. Saquon would be in Baltimore if he ended up in... in or, or, you know, vice versa, wherever he goes. One, Those one thing are not going to be there. Uh, you said you talked about with the him not having the best wide receiver group. Uh, and, like, I don't know... I almost, what you talked about, like, you can't, I feel like you could easily overpay him because you have a similar situation in quarterback and tight end uh, with low receivers and and the Chiefs. And they do a fantastic job and win games with that duo of Mahomes and Kelsey to where you're going to pay Mahomes a monster, uh, tons more money than you're going to pay Lamar. That I think there's a bigger gap between those two quarterbacks than some people might think. I think it's more uh, important to have a good tight end than having a good wide receiving group. Eh. I'll stretch it out because I think the strange. Bears are the serviceable. I keep referring to the Bears here. Probably because Jake's Dude, it's respect, bro. My roommate, <laughs> my, roommate's, my roommate's a Bears fan, too. So, um, but right. I would keep referring to the Bears here. I think Cole Komet's a good tight end. Yeah, and, and it's uh, clearly not. And you look, some of it will fall back on fields, yes, because he's a dual threat. I think he's a run first. But you look at the wide receiving group, and it's not good at all. He's getting no help. So, yeah, as tight ends important, you, I say it's like important to have a good tight end. It's a good. It just Having, depends, on, depends on the scheme. Yeah, depends I feel. If your I feel like going to use a tight end that much, or it depends if you're going to go downfield more. I mean, you look at a team like the Dolphins. The Dolphins prioritize their wide receiver group. Gasecki has turned into a blocker, almost. Yeah. Like I wouldn't say irrelevant because he's very relevant to the offense, but in terms of stats. He's a very much I think guy. I think the biggest thing with tight ends, like you talked about, getting a good tight end. There's some players in the tight ends in the NFL you can t- can consider good tight end, but if you're getting like, fa- like fa- like fantastic uh, tight end, you're looking at Mark, you're looking at Andrews, and you're looking at Kelsey because but, week in and week out, those yeah, two players. Really not really Kittle. I want I want to consider Kittle this year, but week in and week out, those two tight ends are doing the job of where you would take one of those tight ends over one of the better receivers right now, in my opinion. Here, I would take one of them. Okay. I'm saying my, my back to that, like my counter to that, is look at the wide receiver cores on those two teams. And there's, I mean, there's no one. Yeah. Those are two of the poor. I would take a wide receiver X 
a better so like one of the better bigger body wide receivers over a better tight end every day every day of the week I think it depends I think some of those tight ends now these days are like almost playing a X but like yeah. you're lining yeah. up I think I think there would be I think there'd be a bigger drop off in the I mean there wasn't even a drop off with the Chiefs when Tyreek Hill left don't get me wrong I don't think Tyreek Hill's the best wide receiver yeah. in the NFL but there would have been more of a drop off when Travis Kelsey left than there would be when Ty- uh, Tyree Kill left. Well, come, I mean, if we're gonna, I mean, I mean, it's how the offense is set up as well. You, it but. just comes down to who would you rather have, as in, all right, here we can just, I mean, we can just go out down the list: DK Metcalf or Mark Andrews. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you could like in a system like a um, system like the Chiefs or system like the Ravens. Um, you could throw some other tight ends around the league in. I'm not. Uh, I'm gonna say this: Kelsey's the best tight end in football. I don't think it's a question. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not Andrews gonna contend that. Player, no dog to Andrews, but Kelsey's the best. Kelsey's the best tight end in football. But I think you go take a guy like Kyle Pitts is getting a lot of hate this year. He should be traded. Kyle Pitts is getting a lot of hate this year. Um, should be traded. I think Dallas Goddard but is, is his really, fault? really yeah. good. Talk, yeah. Um, if you got if you put a uh, tight end like that on the Ravens, I think they would have almost the same success rate as Mark Andrews. No dog to Mark Andrews. Yeah. I just think, you know, I think he's a system fit. He's yeah. a system fit. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I don't think a whole lot changes mm-hmm. the tight end, like changing. Mm-hmm. If you put a good tight end in, I mean, even if you put Mike Gusecki in. And Mike Gusecki's a good player. And, yeah. I just think he's going to block first offense. Yeah. Same thing with exactly. San Francisco. George Kittle's a great tight end. He's going to block first offense this year especially. Um same, I mean, the same could be said for Cole Komet, honestly. I mean, he's. I mean, the, the line is so bad that he has he to block. To has to block. Yeah. Um, Kyle Pitts probably should be traded for his own sake, not for him being not good. I think he has – I mean, we know he, who he is, and I think he's – I think he's a guy I, that you could almost line up outside. Anyway, yeah, you literally yeah. – yeah, he's built to be lined up. Like, yeah, he is – it's not his fault that the, the Falcons like are so bad. I actually like to see him on the Rams – I think Higby's good out there. Higby's, yeah, Higby's pretty good. You don't mess around with that. I mean, the thing is, is the fa- I, I, I hope the Falcons don't value him as like how the Bears valued Greg Olson 15 years ago. I hope they realize what they have there, and if someone comes calling, like you're like, all right, two first-round picks or one yeah, I mean, first. Yeah, I think of a year ago, top yeah. five pick. Yeah, like, like, I hope they know like, what he's worth. I don't think they deal him. Yeah, I he's don't a valuable either. part to the offense. As much as he's not putting up numbers right now, um, exactly. Yeah. Well, going into the last part of anything controversial, we're going to go through uh, each of us is going to give out what we think our top three teams in the NFC is and what our top three teams in the AFC is. We'll start with the AFC first because I think besides the uh, besides maybe the third spot, number one and number two, everybody's going to have the same thing, maybe just a different order. Um, I'll go first. I have the Chiefs, the Bills, and then um, Baltimore. Um, I'll go next. I have Bills, Chiefs, and then Ravens. I like Bills first. Bills, Chiefs, Ravens. Uh, yeah, I have I have the Chiefs as the best team. I have Buffalo, and then I have Baltimore. Um, so they all have the same team. No, that, was pre- that was pretty, that was pretty solid. I, I've debated it for a while. If you look at a full-health Miami team, 
full yeah. health Miami team. Yeah. They started off the year. Come on, good, dude, you guys are hating on Miami. Well, I'm not full a, full I'm health, a, but yeah, I'm, I'm neither. Not a, a believer, yeah. but I'm a system believer, and they did the things. They to literally, get, ball, that team was beating. They literally beat Buffalo. Beat, like I think beat Buffalo. Yeah, I think Miami's definitely a playoff team, especially with full health when Tua comes back. Um, how soon do you think he'll be back? Eight. I think he might be back this week. I hope so. I, I think he'll be back. I, it was just I a think concussion. he should yeah. take a week. Just Maybe a concussion. A I, I, I wouldn't mind Max taking that, a week. Yeah. Max I don't know team. who they play this week exactly, but um, depending on who they play. They play the Vikings. So maybe force him back. I play. I play. I don't think you're forcing him back because you're going to get a lawsuit in 10 years. I think think the main reason I took uh, the Bills over the Chiefs was purely off of the teams that they lost to. Mm -hmm. I think the Dolphins are a better team than the Colts, so that's why I went with that option. And I think think the Bills are better uh, or more well-rounded than the Chiefs are. Maybe. Defensively, yeah. Defensively, yes. for sure. Yeah. The offenses both have a bunch of firepower. I so. Sunday afternoon is going to be a shootout when they play. Yeah. You know that. Uh, there's probably going to be a little revenge for the Bills. Is that who? Oh, they play. Oh, they play this week. oh my goodness. <laughs> there's in, some good games this Arrowhead, week. Though. It's going to be like. Arrowhead. It's going to be a tough game. Over, under. It's going to be, it's gonna be like over 99 points. Buffalo is favored. There's really? a guy that separates. Buffalo is favored by three. Yeah. There's um, a guy that separates the. I think a game changer in that game is really Von Miller. Yeah, if he Von plays Miller's like he played week one. Yeah, if Von Miller plays a Von Miller game, he's going to win the game eventually for the Bills. Um, that's a game that I could see, like, a controversial flag at the end, and then the yeah. Chiefs end up winning. It's going to be something. You think about overtime. Be, yeah, overtime. <laughs> he gets back the Rams and the Chiefs on Monday night. That's yeah. the type of game that it could be. Praying for all of those cameramen at uh, Arrowhead. Yeah. Uh, on Sunday, just in case if one of the players gets upset. Which, uh, what do you guys think of the Devontae Adams situation? Personally, I think he's an idiot, and I think he actually really didn't care what he did because he would have helped the guy, uh, the kid up in the first place after he shoved him. I mean... If you truly cared, um, if you felt bad, he said immediately after it happened, he felt bad. You, know, I you think, would help the kid up. Yeah, that's it's bad what he did. You know, that's wrong. He's an... A, a, I want to say he's an idiot. Like I'd say he's a bum for it because it's just like cold. Like it's just rude. It's, it's but ro- in it's my opinion, like you're a camera guy at this football game, have some awareness of where you're at. You're walking in front of their tunnel, and the game has just gotten over. And oh my gosh, they're gonna walk in. Like you knew what. Like you have to know what's going on. Act of frustration. For yeah, sure. and then Definitely you yeah. Act of frustration. Absolutely. But it still doesn't give you the right to just There's shove the person. The right no, absolutely yeah. not. Um, yeah, that's right. Might serve a slight suspension. He'll definitely be fined. He should serve a game suspension. He might, really think so? He might be well, out of game. talking about it. Yeah, but I don't know if he. I mean, the standard of the NFL right now, you have no idea what they're <laughs> going to do. Look at the Mike Evans suspension a few weeks back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a defenseless guy, but just I just don't to like do not. His job. Uh, yes, but I don't like not. No one is considering that. That he is just like. Yes, it was. And it's uncalled for. He should never put his hands on him. But, like, you literally walked in front of the opposing team, their um, tunnel. Like, you – it happens. Yeah, stuff happens. Like, and they just lost. Like, they lost in that fashion. Like, mm-hmm. There has to be a emotional um, part of that. They has to be – I think should be taken into consideration. And I don't know if you guys saw it, but a lawsuit was yeah, filed today. Oh, I saw a police mm-hmm. report. I didn't see a lawsuit. It was, it was a lawsuit – with the police report. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. He's getting paid. If he, I mean, he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. Devontae's going to get fined. 
That's why, I mean, I don't think I it's think suspension. I think it'll end at that. I think it'll be a big fine, yeah, but I don't think it'll get suspended for a game. I think there's a chance, but I don't think so. Well, we will uh, take a break here from the NFL. We'll go back to it once we get to the last segment of the podcast. But we're going to go into college football now, and we're going to start with uh, Connor and what betting locks he has for the college uh, football weekend. Yeah, I'm going to give you the surgical six. Um, If you want to be Bezos this weekend, you got to listen into this. All right, so um, big weekend this weekend. You have games. You have Alabama and Tennessee. You have – Penn State goes to Michigan, um, USC goes to Utah. So uh, first one I'm gonna give you. So uh, Utah money line, which money line means outright to win. So uh, if you guys didn't know that, Utah money line versus uh, USC at home. Um, you know Cam Rising played the game away last week. USC, I'm a believer in Caleb Williams, but I just don't think you're gonna go into Utah and beat them. I had them as a playoff team all year. They ended up losing two games, which is unfortunate, but um, Utah, I think, wins that game. Um, Syracuse money line. Um, Syracuse money line at home versus NC State. Uh, NC State's a good team. You know, they came back from a big win last weekend, down 17-3 against Florida State at home, ended up coming back. But uh, Syracuse is undefeated. They beat my Boilers. Uh, they shouldn't have beat my Boilers, but uh, I think they're a uh, – I think they're a solid team all around. Um, Devin Leary, quarterback for NC State, was injured in a sling at the end of the game uh, last week. So um, you have to watch for an odd shift, watch for inactives and that, but I think Syracuse wins. Uh, Third one, uh, Oklahoma State at TCU this weekend. Um, Take the over, over 68 and a half. I can't tell you how many weeks in a row that that over has hit. over 68 and a half total points both I mean Big Ten football or Big 12 football just doesn't play defense that much TCU's an electric offense Oklahoma as much as I don't like Spencer Sanders is an electric offense uh, a lot of points scored in that game I'm going to TCU will win if you want that but uh, take the over 68 and a half uh, fourth one I'm going to go Minnesota spread minus six and a half which means they have to win by seven or more uh, at Illinois this weekend um DeVito's out. DeVito is out right now for Illinois. uh, They won't say anything out, and they said he'll definitely play back at Nebraska. Moses Ibrahim for Minnesota's back. Take Minnesota by seven or more this weekend, I'm telling you. Uh, Fifth one, I got Texas minus 16.5 versus Iowa State. Um, Quinn Ewers is seeming to be that guy. Uh, I think if he wasn't out, they would be a one-loss or maybe even undefeated if they could have beat Alabama. Um, they, he seems to be that guy. That game's at home. Uh, give me Texas there by a lot. And the last one, I'll take uh, Clemson uh, money line at Florida State. Um, Florida State's decent. Uh, Clemson's playing for a playoff spot. They got some big games here coming up. They go to Notre Dame on um, November 5th. So uh, give me Clemson there to win that one. Uh, that, if you put... Ten bucks on those six games, two hundred eighty-two payouts. So those are my six. If you want to come, Bezos, ride that parlay right there. That's the only one I don't agree. I think Illinois is getting. I think. Ah, I mean Purdue beat Minnesota. Uh. Oh, They're down to Ibrahim. Ibrahim's a game changer. Ibrahim's yeah. a game changer. It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a good game. All right. Well, so right. what do you what do you what are you now? What's your record? Two, two and two. Two and one. But we gotta we gotta clarify on Twitter. Clarify, I was wrong. I actually I was harassing the South Carolina Gamecocks. 
I called them to win, and then I made fun of Spencer Rattler, said they weren't going to win. They did win. But then I went on to say Notre Dame would beat BYU. They did. Man, I wish I would have stuck with South Carolina because that one's just so much cooler. Go Fighting Irish. Mm. Go Irish, though. Yeah, I would, I'm not a believer in BYU. I just think they're not really that, that I, good. I don't think they're ranked in No, they're not. I mean, after losing to unranked Notre Dame, no way. Um, so, yeah, I'm 2-2. Two Two and two, I should be. I should be three and one because you guys picked, made me pick Arkansas over Alabama. I did not no, say a word about that. I never, that I never pick against Saban. No never, chance. no chance. Never. I'm calling it this week. This week, Tennessee, Tennessee. is beating Alabama. I don't know. That'd be insane. Is is Jack Bryce playing? Bryce Young will play. If he's playing, if he's playing, I'm taking Alabama all day. Tennessee's uh, quarterback has yet to throw. A Interception on the year. He's played really well. That's going to happen on. Hendon Hooker's a good QB. Bryce Young is a better QB. Um, you know, Bryce Young plays. Give me, give me Bama for sure. If he doesn't, then I think it's going to be a dog fight for sure. I, I, I think, maybe. I think, I think volunteers are taking it. I think everyone wants. I would Alabama would love for Tennessee to do that. That is not who I'm picking this week. I'm going to take, you know. Oh my gosh. Indiana made it a game this past week. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I really think <laughs> Penn State is going to knock off the Wolverines. I, dude, they would Indiana is so bad. Oh, They're I thought he was going to I thought you were going to take IU. Against Maryland. <laughs> oh, no way. No way. Maryland's going to win that game. No way. No. I'm taking Penn State over Michigan. Wait, didn't Purdue just beat Maryland? Yeah. So that Maryland means Maryland IU can beat Maryland. No. It does not. No, it, does. it means that Maryland's going to score like a thousand. IU might be a bottom ten team in the Power Five this year. I'll yeah. put that out there. But they beat Illinois. So but they, they beat gotta, Illinois. Somehow. So, yeah. Somehow they beat Illinois. Yeah. That was insane. I like the pick. I mean, I've got to watch Penn State in person play week one at Purdue. Um, There's no reason they should have won that game either. Yeah, they should have won. That was bad coaching that game. But um, oh. I think they're all right. I'm not a Michigan yeah. believer. I'm not a Penn I'm State not a, believer. Yeah, I'm not a Michigan State, Michigan guy at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't think either of those teams are. They're overhyped every year. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I'd give a slight edge to Michigan purely because they're a home team. Yeah, but I don't. I wouldn't count out Penn State. I wouldn't count them out. I don't think. I don't think Penn State is overrated. I think Michigan is. I think over. I think Penn State is just like, eh. They're not gonna do anything, but they're not a bad team. Um, Michigan literally went into halftime tied with Indiana, ten ten. Granted, they were at Indiana, but I don't think that place is a game changer yeah, no for anyone. Games anyway. Yeah, I don't know I mean, if you saw it, but I think there was literally half the stadium still open, and they played numbers. And probably what, was, what were they last week? Yeah, but I, they probably yeah, but that's because they probably they get more people for games when it's like no when they're playing no one because no one wants to pay money to go watch them get blown out by a hundred, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I think I think Indiana played. I think uh, I don't want. I don't think Indiana played that good. I think Michigan played poorly, and I think they're gonna. Think they're gonna really show the kind of quarterback that JJ McCarthy is, yeah. and how much they're carried by Blake Corum on offense. Yeah. Yep. But, All right. So yeah, there we go. Going Moving on to um, going away from football completely, we have NBA news, and we're gonna start with the most controversial thing we can. As can we not give our top three for the NFC? Oh, we oh, didn't. Yeah, we're gonna have to go back to that. Yeah. We didn't. Well, we'll do that once we go through the NBA here. Uh, we have um, where Draymond Green gave a nice new shiner to Jordan Poole in team practice. Personally, um, I'm not surprised. I've always thought Draymond Green seemed like that type of guy. And um, I, th- 
uh, the way the reaction of the Warriors players when that happened, it wasn't the first time that's happened. I think it's definitely. I think I think you know if it was the if it happened before if it happened in that matter. Yeah, he's probably tussled with his teammates, but I don't think he's put on a shiner for some put gave someone. I mean, popped them in the face like that because that was just it does. I mean, I mean honestly, when have, has anybody seen that really? Like I think Draymond just, lets his emotions get the best of him sometimes, so I think he's such an overly competitive person. I don't think it's gonna. Donkey. I think it's gonna alter <laughs> anything about that team yeah. at all. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't I either. Think a lot of trade talks were talking yeah. after it. I doubt that happens. No, they're not. Gonna I would move not mess that up at all. Um, I think he just let let his emotions get the best of him. So. I I think it's funny that he literally is. They've got him saying, "Jordan Poole is such a trash talker," and I love it. Like I just yeah, love that he is. Yeah. And then now you, he trash talks you, and he's he literally says, "If you can't handle it, that's your own problem." You literally couldn't handle it. Like, yeah, but that was. I mean, I think. I think it is sad. That I think it. Said I, I, you're I, a single. You're a single triple. That player. dude. That's not true. That was Ballsack Sports um, no, said I'm, that. Come on. There's no. I way believe that. that. No. I, I believe, believe that. that. I think Jordan Poole needed it. I don't know if he needed it to that standard, but like he's so cocky, like he's so. Yeah, I like his because he's a Michigan Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like his attitude. Yeah. On the court, but um, I think it's just a fiery combo. Yeah. You know, something's gonna happen at some point. And that's not yeah, it's not always bad. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's bad that it happened in the way it did, but like, mm-hmm. it might be might be all right for that team. I think the only bad part about it is that it feels like Draymond Green's playing the victim card by being like. <laughs> I'm going to take a break from the team for a while because I need to work on myself. I think that was a victim card. Look, I'm not going to go out here and compare them to the Bulls, mm-hmm. but Dennis Rodman did the same thing in oh, the middle yeah. of the season. Yeah. So I, if you want to, like, he acts, on a smaller he scale, like on a smaller scale, like Dennis Rodman. Yeah, on mm-hmm. a smaller scale, Dennis Green, or, uh, Draymond. Draymond Green is... Dennis Green. <laughs> yeah, Dennis Green. Uh, Draymond Green is, like, a small-scale Dennis Rodman personality-wise for that team. So, Well, going into uh, kind of the teams of the NBA, what team are you guys excited for the most that you do not support? So I'll start first. The teams I'm most excited to see play, I picked three, is the Pistons, the Cavs, and the Pelicans. Mm -hmm. Just uh, a bit of a uh, changes. Like, I mean, Jaden Ivey at uh, Purdue, loved watching him play. Excited to see what he can do on the Pistons. Um, Donovan Mitchell now on the Cavaliers. And then the Pelicans, a fully healthy Zion who looks good. I think all those three teams could be really entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. Just Zion. I don't even care what the Pelicans do. I just want to watch Zion. Yeah. He's literally like the next coming of LeBron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, you guys are... No, oh my gosh. What have you guys... Where were you from when Zion was in high school? I mean, middle school, like... Middle school? You guys, literally, <laughs> literally, we can go all the way back to when he was in middle school. That's how good this kid has been, and he's, he's an athlete. Really like, player. there's... You guys are underrating him so hard, oh, no, so I think, badly. I think they're a definite sleeper. I have the Cavs on here. Yeah. Um, I think the 76ers are going to be pretty fun to watch. I mean, Embiid, I think... He's fantastic. He's so good. MVP guy. Yeah, he should have won it. Uh, I love Maxi. Uh, you know, Harden looks like he's seemed to do some stuff to get him. The Actually, right lost weight. Yeah, I lost a little bit of weight. Uh, trying to get back to his old self in Houston, and then I um, actually have the Rockets on here. And I know the Rockets are not gonna be that good, but right. yeah. Jabari Smith. They're gonna be fun to watch. Jalen Green. 
what's the guy from the G League that came up? You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Connor, what's his name? The guy from the G League on the Rockets. He came up. Uh, Jalen Green? No, the other guy. Um, Cardi? No. No. I have no idea. They're gonna be. They're gonna be. Kevin Porter. Mm. He's been on that team for yeah, a while. I know. Team. Yeah, Kevin yeah, but Porter. he he's always good. Kevin Porter, Hardy. No team. Christian Wood though. No That's Christian game Wood. changer. No game Christian changer. Wood. Yeah, but isn't what's his no. face is pretty good. No, I'm just I'm kidding. Christian Wood, I never thought anything. No, but I'm. I'm am just saying that their young guy who played last year. I'm trying to remember. I think I think the Rockets can have a very very similar si- uh, season to the Pacers. Yeah, very I think similar. they're both going to be honestly pretty bad, but you know, it's good or, good enough. It's but not a bad thing to be bad this year. Good enough think, to be bad, but I mean, like bad good enough. I don't want to say this. Good enough to be fun to watch, but bad enough to be sanguine. To be you yeah. yeah, be pretty bad. No, I think both of them will be, like, surprise teams in the beginning of the season, but then then mm-hmm. it will hit. Yeah. They it, might start off, like, 500 and catch a couple oh, yeah. of odds, and then they're just going to be, like... They're going to fall apart. Yeah. As soon as you, like... And then they're going to be, like, oh, we, we were tanking for Victor this entire time. And then not end up getting Victor and getting yeah. some bum. Yeah. A couple teams that are just, like, not good. I think the Clippers get a lot of love. Why coming back? John Wall. Clippers do get a ton they of get love. They get a ton of love, and I'm like, they what is that? Have they ever been in the finals, like ever? <laughs> no, they've never been in the finals. You gotta play through yeah. the Grizzlies. You gotta play through the Suns. That's true. I don't I, think. I just think any of the Warriors. Yeah. I want to say the Suns. I see what you're saying. Year. I think yeah. I think they're not anything special, but I don't think they're like gonna be they're bad by playoff any team. Yeah, I, just think I don't think they're. I think that's their ceiling. I mean, Again, people are talking about them being a finals. No, I don't think they're a finals team. Sure we'll see though. We'll yeah. see how. I mean, if John Wall's playing like good John Wall, then maybe. But I really don't see. I that. doubt him yeah. playing good John Wall. I got two teams. If he even makes it after week through week one. I want to see how well Boston plays without Eme. I want to see how they handle all that stuff. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. I really do think Boston's gonna be all right. And then I also want to see the Timberwolves and see how badly the t- the Twin Towers fall in Minnesota. I forgot about that. I think Timberwolves could be good. Play Townsend a four and get away yeah. with it because he can stretch the floor. He's just so like there's so many things that things that he can that he can do. There's so many things that cat can. I do think I think it's either gonna go super well or horribly wrong. No in between. Yeah, I guess no in between. Still, I mean. You saw what happened in Indiana. Yeah, but Anthony Ant- Edwards is so the, good. The only too. difference is I think um, with what Indiana is, Cat and Gobert are better than Turner and Sabonis are. Yeah, but yeah, don't get me sure. wrong, but they play the exact same way. Oh, Turner's yeah. Turner's a shooter. Sabonis was an inside man. Mm-hmm. I think it's a different aspect to each of their games. I mean, Sabonis could shoot the rock if he wanted to. And I think Cat is a lot more physical than Turner will ever be. So, I mean, yeah. I think they're going to have a gritty edge to them. I think Anthony Edwards is really good. I just, I don't know. I think Anthony Edwards is better than John Morant. That's a stretch. But it's I think, a stretch. I, it's a stretch. But Anthony it Edwards could, really it could, good. it could pan out to be that way. Yeah. I think right now John's better, but yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Well, one team uh, that we talked about was the you 76ers and. Mm-hmm. 76ers are looking to have a good season. The Eagles are having a good season. And it just turns out that the Philly, the Phillies just beat the Braves 
in the first round of the playoffs, which means it's a good time to be a Philadelphia fan as we're going to segment into baseball for the first time on the podcast. I, myself, and I think you've, if you figured out my sports teams that I support make absolutely no sense, but I'm actually a San Diego Padres fan, and Connor is a Cleveland Guardians fan, so we've got two teams going into the next round after the wild card, upsetting our opponents. Pretty exciting stuff there. Um, Padres came off of beating the Mets after a big debacle with the Mets manager thinking that Joe Musgrove was cheating, but he wasn't. He got thoroughly checked. It looked like he had something on his ear, but I think the man just has really bright ears. Um, and it was exciting to see the Padres win and see the see the trumpets play for the for the Mets. Mm-hmm. No, I think Andrew McCutcheon said it on uh, Twitter, and I think Andrew McCutcheon's yeah. right. Is that sometimes pitchers put red hot on their ears to keep them focused on the game, and um, I honestly thought that's what it was because his ears were like bright red and it w- and they were shiny. So I think that he just put red hot on his ears but that Eve definitely was not cheating cuz I looked back at the game and he never once touched his ear. Yeah. And there was like times where people thought he was rubbing his like uh he rubbed it off his ear cuz he would take his shoulder and like put it up to his ear, but he does that constantly during the game to where he would have rubbed anything off if there was anything there to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was just that good pitching against the Mets that day. He did a great game. Mets definitely underperforming. One hit, one yeah. hit. You know, Pete Alonso is going to get his hit, but I mean, what are you doing? Like, yeah. I mean, you build this team up, and you have a ten and a half game lead midway through the season. You don't, even, you shouldn't find yourself in this situation at all as a wild card situation. You literally control your fate at the end of the year and get swept by the Braves. So I think every time, you know, I was a believer in the Mets for a while, but over time, it's just kind of due. They just kind of fell off. So. Um, it's important that you're, you know, I don't know if DeGrom or Scherzer really got back to full health. Uh, if they did, it's kind of embarrassing for them, though. Scherzer better hope he didn't get back to full health yeah. after that performance. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of your Guardians, going up against the Yankees, kind of a lot of predictions have them not doing so hot, but, I mean, you think otherwise, of course. So. Yeah, so um, swept the Rays 2-0 in the new wild card format this year. Um, allowed one run. Uh, total in 24 innings, uh, the longest postseason game without score. Previously, it was uh, the Reds and the Braves in 2020 went 12 and a half with no score. Uh, we went like 15, so um, 39 total strikeouts. We threw 20. We pitched a great game. You know, there's some parts where I was like, uh, um, you know, I got a little nervous, but um, uh, Sam Hentage. Uh, threw good game at the win. Uh, good game at the end. Gave him the win. Three scoreless innings. Um, they play New York now. Um, we played New York twice, both before the All Star break. Got swept in April. Um, lost two of the three. So we're one in five total against them. Um, before the All Star break, but after after uh, the All Star break, the, the Guards went forty four and twenty eight. The Yankees went thirty five and thirty five. So I think that's something to watch. Um, you know, they're going to pitch Garrett Cole game one. Um, Nestor Cortez, Luis Servino. Um, so they have a good 
good bullpen, uh, good starters to come out. So really hoping if we can split one in New York and uh, get our way into Cleveland that we might be able to take them. Um, I also thought it was fitting that we won that game on Corey Kluber. Uh, if you don't know Corey Kluber, he uh, he was our ace back in 2016 when we lost to the Cubs. So um, for him to kind of throw the pitch to walk off to Oscar Oscar Gonzalez, um, I thought it was fitting. But um, yeah, uh, expectations are high, hopes are high for the guards. Uh, I think the Yankees in four though. That's my prediction. Yeah, uh, I actually have the same prediction for the flip side for the Padres. I have Dodgers in four. I think the Padres take game one and then lose three straight. Um, I mean, as much as I want them to beat the Dodgers, they've shown this year that they cannot beat the Dodgers without Tatis. Mm -hmm. Last year they did really well against the Dodgers, but they had Tatis whenever they played him. And every time that he was gone, they just couldn't get anything going. And he always just hit so bad against the Dodgers. And Dodgers are... I, in my opinion, are the most consistent team in baseball right now. Yeah, for sure. For sure they are. And then you bring it. But you guys brought in Soto and Bell at the deadline. And, you know, Can't forget Brandon Drury, right, Ben? Mm-hmm. The GOAT from Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, Bell's, Bell's been playing good recently. I mean, Soto's always going to be Soto. Trent Grisham right now. Yeah. I mean, stud. The Padres are they're playing good ball. I mean, so. we're hot. Uh, Freddie Freeman made a comment today in his press conference. Said the Padres are hot, and he said we've been we've been hot the whole season. Basically, like yeah, so I mean, I can't deny that his I mean his comment's true. His like comment's true. They've been playing good ball, especially after the break. But I think it's gonna be interesting to see. I think they've seen each other a lot. I do think the Dodgers take that series, but I think it's gonna be a good series. Um, you know, if I think if there was um, a team to upset uh, their opponent. In the uh, division series, I think the Mariners. Would be I that love team. the Mariners team. The Mariners will be that team, but um, I hope it's the Guards. You know, I hope the Yankees go down. I'd love to see, love to see Judge go down. Um, I think they're kind of cocky. They're just a good team at home. They're a good team at home. You know, they're the best record in baseball at home. They're tied with the Dodgers. They can only have twenty-five losses all year at home. So, uh, you know, if we can split and get it back. Going to Cleveland, uh, when you get Tristan McKenzie pitching, um, hopefully you can make the most of the opportunity there. So we'll see. Game, game starts tonight, seven thirty. Play tomorrow. No, there's when Tuesday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Thursday at seven thirty. So um, I think I think goes. AL goes Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah. I think so. Hoping for the best. Well, that's all we have for baseball. Um, So we're going to go back to the NFL. Uh, We actually forgot to talk about our top three for the NFC. We talked about our top three for the AFC. So start. um, We're going to start with you, Connor. What are your top three teams in the NFC? So I I have. I think Philly's the best team in the NFC. I'll give them that. Um, San Francisco. I have San Francisco as my second best team, and um, you too. I have Dallas as my third team. And, and, you know, that might – I had a hard time picking a third team. You know, I looked at Tampa Bay. You're like, okay, don't bet against Tom Brady, but I'm going to bet against Tom Brady. Uh, I looked at the Giants. Giants are right there, too. And I looked at the Vikings. But I just I just think Dallas, all-around football team, their defense is really tough. So those Philly, San Francisco, Dallas, in that order. Ben, what um, do you have? I'll say uh, Philly – 
win as number one, five and zero. Oh, you know, you can't really go against that. Um, and then I didn't think about San Fran, but I think the 49ers are way better with uh, Jimmy G. If Trey Lance was still on that team, I would not say that they're a top three team in the NFC. But to be fair, the entire NFC has been playing bad, and I'm not a believer in the NFC least. Uh, except for Philly. That's really the only ones that I actually believe in. And then I'm going to go uh, Vikings. Vikings are my three. I'm going to go uh, Philly, San Francisco. The third one's tough. I don't want to do that. I, I, I mean, I go all the way back to talking about who's built to really compete in January. So the Rams have been playing pretty bad, but I think in the end, when it comes down to it, I think they're going to be there. I am going to go. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, Cowboys at number one in the NFC. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Philly number one. Um, I actually have the Minnesota Vikings second because their only loss is to the five and O Eagles. And oh I think God. I I think by the end of the season they could be the two seed because of their division. He's not wrong, man. Who else we got? Uh, they, all they have. Dude. I think the Niners are like that. Team. And then my team in third, it pains me, but I have the Dallas Cowboys. They're the only team not to give up multiple touchdowns in a game this season. That defense is good, but you have to see how well Dak Prescott comes back and plays for the Cowboys. I think they're definitely better with Dak. They're oh, yeah. No, it's not a question. I but think Cooper Rush has played well. Defeated. You know, you know. Here, yeah. Look, yeah. they're going to play Dak. They're going to pay the guy to play. But you can't go against you, you guys don't go, getting the wins. I just like. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. When you're paying Look, Dak as much as you are. You pay Dak, you play Dak. I get it. Rush has played good, but, like, as soon as Dak's ready to come back, it just depends. Like, if Dak starts playing bad, I got Rush. Yeah, you, you still have, have Rush. Rush. You yeah. have Rush. So, I, I, don't, I don't know. I wouldn't go away from. Here's why I don't think Minnesota can be as top three. Here's why Minnesota's not top three. Um, they just they just blew an 18 point lead to the Bears, and the Bears are the worst team in the league according to everybody. I mean, they so got they got to win. They won. In yes. Jake's words, everyone should get on the back of the Bears because they're up and coming, and they're the next th- team in the NFC. Maybe I not think this year, but next year. I think I watch. think Bears fans, and you might and Jake, I understand. I understand if you disagree. They think the entire world is against them when they're really not. But with them complaining about how much people hate on them, makes people hate on them. Oh, without There's, a doubt. I mean, what? A, it's true though. It, it is true. Okay. Anyways, this is not even what I'm more talking Just about. Minnesota literally. <laughs> Minnesota literally. Their wins are the yes. Their only loss is to the five and zero Eagles. But who have they beaten? The Detroit Lions, who just got spanked by Bailey Zappi. They beat the Bears, and they beat the Packers. Like those aren't. Those that's aren't, that's why I said they will be. Maybe they will be the two seed because of their uh, division. I think the Packers. I think the Packers will. I think they'll come back around. Yeah, they'll split with the Packers and depleted Packers team. They're down Lazard. They're down Bakhtiari. They're about down Jenkins. And in Chicago, that game, they're going to split. The Bears will knock them off once. And I disagree with that one. You think in Minnesota? I no. But they just played in Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, in Chicago. That game, the Bears are going to knock them off at the end of the season. I disagree there. I think what is that? Last week, last unless week. they've already clinched a division and sit all their players, I think that's for sure a loss. I really think because they could be playing for the division. Yeah. They know how much that game matters, and yeah. you guys the, day, the Bears might be playing. For, 
Bears might be playing for a pick there. They might be. Like they a, should be playing for a pick. You think about it. Yeah, if they're playing for like a, a top four pick. I forgot that it was week yeah. 18. Look, I guess, I'm not going to bench any of my players, and players don't want to lose for sure. Yeah. But they have to get in their minds. It's, uh, I mean, it's just not a player's way of thinking. Like, if you're um, a player playing, you want to win. If you're a coach like playing, you want to like win. But um, it's also a you're a GM. You're like, oh, let me look at this. It's also a divisional matchup. The same thing happened with the Colts last year. Right. Here, the Jaguars came I out. It. No, listen, and no. It could be a situation like that too, where the Jaguars beat the Colts yes. and take a whole playoff spot away from them. Yes. Here's. Man, the Bears are not the Jaguars of last year. They absolutely are not. They played literally. They have such an the schedule is so weak for the rest of the season. Like this, could, this Bears team could have a situation like they did two years ago and literally walk into the playoffs somehow as a seventh seed. They literally, they literally could. Oh you guys are literally telling me gosh. how bad the how bad the NFC is. Like that is not far off that they could somehow pull. Yeah, they, if they win games. eight, if they literally win eight games. They are walking into that into the playoffs as a bottom bottom seed. Okay. Who cares if they win or lose? They're gonna have Bucks. When what is the Bucks showing that they're gonna win? They have they have what is the what is the Bears showing that they're gonna be in the playoffs? That, I compared didn't say. To the Bucks? I did not say they're a playoff team. I did. I'm not saying they are a playoff so team. Can sneak I said they the can sne- absolutely sneak in. It's reasonable, but you have to put up more than seven wins to do that in the NFC. And I you really think you think they have to win more than seven? I think they can win. Get. I think. I think they might. Max out with at seven with how wins. E, how good the East I think is they doing, might max hard. out at seven wins. You with, know, I could yeah. see him beating like Atlanta, and I think they could split with Detroit. Um, I think they beat the Patriots. I don't know, man. You, that go, one's close. you go there. You on go there Monday night. If they have Bailey Zappi, maybe I mean, not. Zappi, if Mac Jones maybe. is starting. Mac Jones has been Max is been so a, dog. Max is a high ankle sprain He's right been now. So dog. I don't oh, know. I'm I literally. I'm not even trying to say. I'm not even trying to say that the Bears are like this. I've got them slotted this, this, at six to seven wins. I think that's. Pretty, I think that's pretty generous. Pretty it honestly is. It is. It really is. And I don't. I. I literally. I guys. I. It's my bias. Yes, of course. But like, it's not that far off. It really is. They. Think, if they won these games, like, I think they're gonna win some games that they shouldn't win, and they're gonna lose. The, Games that they shouldn't lose. Probably. So, and I think they probably will lose more. Split even. Right. I think six is the number for them. Well, let's get on to NFL pick'em before Jake says the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl this no year. Is, dude, you guys are taking <laughs> words out of my mouth now. I literally said they could Just walk. Um, this week in uh, NFL pick'ems, I came away with the victory. Um, ben came in second, and Jake came in third, which now puts the standings. With Ben on, no, we're tied. We're both. Yeah, five. Ben on five. I am on five, and Jake is on two. I have won two weeks, and Ben's won one, and Jake's won one. So if it would end today, I would be the winner because I've won more weeks. But it's not the end of the week, uh, end of the season, so we're not at that point yet. But we have established one new rule, and that is if you make your picks and don't get a single game right, you have to do the Blazing Wings Challenge at Buffalo Wild Wings. Because, I mean, if you're not getting a game right, that's pretty embarrassing. Um, so Connor is actually going to join us today in our pickums, and he has agreed to that bet, and he is... I mean, pretty confident you're not gonna you're you're gonna get at least one game right. Yeah, you know, I might I might get 14 right. So if you guys are smart, you might parlay this, but. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, and Jake said, Jake, you can say what you said 
if you, no, if you my, still... my mind has changed. I'm not, <laughs> not, this, guy has done his, this guy has done his research. He, he had said uh, earlier uh, that he would do, do the Blazing Wing Challenge if he does worse than Connor this week. But yeah, I'm going to win the whole week. I'm gonna, it's going to bounce back week. I'm going to... If I just make the same picks as Connor, then obviously it's a bounce back. You're not going to make the same picks as me. I'll tell you that right now. If that gives you a hint about anything. All right. So going into the games here for this upcoming week, we have the Thursday night football match between the Washington Commanders and the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field. Jake? Jake's going to take the first one. You know what's, what's going on. Bears by 100. I am going with the Bears. Commanders. I thought about it, but oh my god, you're so. You're I'm so actually trash. gonna go with Washington oh as well. God. I think I think Commander Carson's gonna have a bounce back week, and with his coach you're hating so on him, I think he's chip on his shoulder. Chip, oh, on his chip shoulder. yeah, chip on his shoulder. Chip on his shoulder, man. And then if they got benched, just, and they Sam got, they got minutes, and they still win the game because Sam Howell's better than Carson Wentz. That's facts. That is that is true. But the Bears are gonna win that game, mm-hmm. and they're all orange. Oh my gosh, come yeah, on. You know, throwing two hundred yards. Gonna win them a game. Hey, maybe we're since we're wearing we're wearing all orange, uh, Carson oh wants gosh, to be able to not throw as many picks because it'll be as obvious yeah. as who's on whose team. But going into the one o'clock games, we have the San Francisco 49ers at the Atlanta Falcons. 49ers. I could see an upset, but I'm gonna go 49ers because it's a safe pick. I'll so Ben's gonna take Falcons. No, I was gonna go 49ers. Oh boy, I'm gonna go 49ers as well. That's a wash. Clean sweep for the Niners. Next game we have is the Patriots versus the Browns. I'm gonna go with New England. It is in Cleveland. I'm going with Cleveland. I'm going. I'm going Browns. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the Browns as well. I don't. I think Bailey Zappi's had a fun little rain. I think it's yeah, but, but I think it's, it's over. Gonna, yeah, it's coming. Hey, and then. If that game's in New England, I might go to New yeah. England. Yeah. All right. The next matchup we have is the New York Jets and the Green Bay Packers Green Bay. at Lambeau. Yeah, it's I'm gonna go Packers. Green Bay for sure. Green Bay for sure. Hey, but J E T S Jets 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 got me two correct in the last two weeks. Yeah, that one was. Everybody's favorite matchup, uh, unless you're a Colts fan, is the Jaguars versus the Colts in Indy. I'm taking the second Colts. matchup of the year between the two. I'm teams. taking the Colts, but I really think Jacksonville's gonna win that game. I really think Jacksonville's gonna win, but I'm taking the Colts. Yeah, I'm going to go Colts. I don't think they lose twice. You know, I got Colts because it's at home. If it was in Jacksonville, I'd almost... I mean, I have to take the Colts. I'm a Colts fan. But if it was in Jacksonville, I'd honestly be I like, literally know what's going to happen here. Yeah, exactly. I don't but I don't know. I think uh, the Colts... I think last week was definitely a wake-up game. Yeah. They'd have a, they have a defense, and I think they'll go off of that. I'm actually going to go Colts purely because it's an Indy. I'd go with Jacksonville if it was in Jacksonville. And... I mean, most of Man, the players should be Jackson, coming back. I know Jacksonville's going to win that game. I, unless JT goes for, like, 200 rushing yards. I know. <sighs> okay. Next matchup might be a bit controversial, especially since what we just revealed in our top threes is the Minnesota Vikings visiting the Miami Dolphins. Tua is out for that game. He's already declared out. It's out. Is he just declared out? Yeah, just as out. I am going Vikings. I would have gone with the Vikings even if Tua was playing. I would not have gone with Vikings, though, because... Teddy Bridgewater probably won't play either. Eh, depends. He might not play. Uh, ben? Uh, I'm going Vikings. Uh, Justin Jefferson's going to have 300 yards receiving. 
I don't agree with that. Justin I, Jefferson is so overrated. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. I'm gonna go I with the Dolphins. I don't blame you there. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. Not far off there. I really wish I took them, but mm-hmm. you know I just gotta get. Gotta. I'm pretty far down in these standings right now. I gotta be smart. Yeah. Can't be taking risks. Mm-hmm. Bengals versus the Saints. Bengals. Bengals. I'll go Bengals, especially with Andy Dalton still playing. I'll go Bengals and Olave's out. Yeah, I'm going Bengals. Too many injuries for the Saints. It's gonna, this is going to be so tight because we are all, are all picking the exact same. Mm-hmm. The next matchup we have is the Baltimore Ravens visiting the New York Giants. Baltimore. Baltimore. I want to take the Giants look, so bad. Look, I'm going to go Baltimore. Take Giants spread plus five. Take Giants spread plus five, but Baltimore wins the game. I could see it coming down to another Justin Tucker game winning. It's going to go right to it. I'm gonna go Baltimore. I really cannot see the Giants sitting at five and one. Yeah, really I'm can't. Go the next matchup we have is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. This one's tough. This I, one is I, tough. I, I I'm gonna take Bucks. So. I'm gonna take Bucks because uh, T.J. Watt's still out, and they haven't won a game without him. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not a picket believer. Go Bucks. Ben's going Pittsburgh. Yeah, I have to go Bucks. <laughs> I have to go Bucks. I don't know. I think I'm with you. I don't believe it. If if I'm saying this, if Trubisky was playing, I would almost pick the Steelers just because I'd trust Trubisky in a big game situation more than Pickett. And the Steelers do need this win. All right, the next matchup we have is the Carolina Panthers visiting the Los Angeles Rams. Rams? Mm. Oh, somehow when teams fire a coach, they always find a way to win that first week with an interim. But I don't think the Panthers are going to yeah, do it. Rams really. lost last two games. Yeah, the Rams are ugly showings. I'll win this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go Rams. And it says Baker Mayfield is doubtful for this I week. Think it's better for him. Guys, we have literally picked the same except but they'll have one year, one game different for me, and so are you. Um, the next matchup is the Arizona Cardinals versus the Seattle Seahawks. I'm a big Geno fan, so I'm going to go Seattle. You know what? I'll ride it with you guys, Seattle. I have Arizona there. I have Arizona. Wow. I don't even like that one's tough. That one's hard. It's a tough game. Geno's. Wait. Oh, no. DeAndre Hopkins got one week left. Two weeks till we see him. All right. The matchup everybody's been waiting for the Buffalo Bills at Arrowhead. This one's I'm taking can I'm taking Kansas City. I do not care about the whole storyline behind any of it. I can't say he's gonna win the game. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Bills Mafia. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs at home. Oh boy. Bills beat them later though. Playoffs. Yes, probably. Maybe. I don't think so personally. Alright. Is that Sunday Night Football? No, that is oh Monday night. How did they mess that up? Eagles Sunday night football is Eagles and Cowboys in Philadelphia. That should have been Monday night's game. That should have been Monday's game, and that's this should have been Sunday's game. Oh wait, Sunday night's game. I'm surprised that they didn't put they that Sunday. But just a little 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 backstory. This is the 127th meeting between the Eagles and the Cowboys, where the Cowboys lead the series 72 to 54, and these two teams have never tied. I'm going Cooper Rush. Dak Prescott is out this week. You are going Cooper Rush. I, oh, I don't want to. I'm going. You go, you've gone against the Eagles ever the since week two. <laughs> but you can do whatever. I'm going to go Philadelphia. 
I'm going. No I'm going Philly. That's pretty self-explanatory when I pick. Give me them boys, Cowboys. Cowboys by five. Odd score. I think I like I, I, I genuinely I think it's a divisional game. It's the type of game that you see a uh, undefeated team lose. It's a gritty game for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I have Philly because they're at home. I really hope Dallas wins that game. I honestly think Philly could go undefeated all the way up to the Colts. I see it if they win this game. If they win this one, yes. If they win this one, I see it. Wow, well, and I think they go undefeated up to Green Bay. Really do, really do. They could beat Green Bay if they don't win this game. They See, they have should be Green Bay, but it's at the Lambeau. start of their season. No, it's at it's Philly. At Philly? Yeah. They have the start of the season has been perfect for the Eagles because yeah. the teams that they've needed to play at home, they played it. They played at home, which has been a blessing for the them. The problem with them keep them winning is they're gonna have they're gonna lose. Like they're gonna lose at some point, and they you need don't. They, they need, need like one or they need, they like need two. exactly. They need two. Yeah. They're they need a really one. good team. Jalen Hurts basically said that they need to lose a game. Basically. I mean, they need a chip because they need something that's going to be a, just so they know where they're at amongst these other teams. Because you don't want to get into the end of January and then lose. Because then you're you it's, it's the type of thing where if you're going to lose to a team, just please don't make it the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah I get it. But, but no, as an Eagle, yeah. like if you're if you're a Bears fan in this yeah. situation, the you last team you want to lose to is the Green Bay, Bay Packers. Yeah, but yeah. you want to if you. Playing twice a year, you want to lose yeah. the first time. You probably want to lose the so. first. Because then when you see him again, you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna beat you! Oh, I'm gonna beat you in your stadium! I can beat you tomorrow!" Yeah. Um, the next matchup is Monday night. I think we all should just take the Chargers here because they're playing the Broncos. I'm taking yeah. Chargers. Chargers. I'm gonna take the Chargers. <laughs> it, it's gonna be close. It's gonna be a close game. Um, how many how many points do we think is scored in that game? Chargers will score. Whatever the over is, take it. Whatever the over is. I taken. think Russ is going to bounce back. Russ is unquestionable. He'll play. He's going to play. He's going to play. He just had surgery, my guy. Hackett said he'll probably play. He's going to play. This man couldn't throw yeah. against the Colts. He's not going to be able this, to throw Guys, this sucks. Surgery. This is going to be the worst having, week of pick'ems. J.C. Jackson's having a horrible year. Give me the over. We have one game that's different. Wow. One, and it's literally that game. And then me and Ben have one. Uh, well, the Bills game were different. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah different. different there. Oh, that's the so, one. So, too. Yeah, definitely a tight week this between the group. Um, it's been a it's been a really good episode. We are super happy for Connor to be able to join us here on the podcast. Yeah. Follow him on Twitter. Connor Follow him on Twitter. Ray, yeah. Shout yourself out, Connor. Yeah, shout Connor yourself out. Connor Ray. Connor W-R-A-Y. Connor just so you know, don't spell it wrong, guys. He's a he's literally OG. Con- Connor with an E. Boiler up. Big things coming. Connor with an E. At Connor Ray. Appreciate it. Appreciate the invite. Love love being here today. Yeah, we'd love to have you back again. We'd love to have you back sometime, buddy. Absolutely yeah, love awesome. to. Amazing. Yep. Thanks for listening, everybody. Toodaloo. Enjoy the <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see you guys all again next week for episode seven. I'll see you. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of From the Rafters Podcast. If you're not already, follow us on Twitter at From the Rafters for all updates and alerts you're not going to want to miss.